Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and today's episode is a little bit of Vanderpump Rules, potentially some Potomac, and let's just be real. It, it's all about Vanderpump Rules. That's all anybody could talk about. I feel like everybody in my life was glowing this week. A lot of people were active in group chats. I feel like I bonded with new coworkers in a way that I never really get to bond with people unless Bravo is involved. I did find out a couple people don't watch Bravo and don't watch Vanderpump Rules, which now is making me think differently of them. So I've actually probably convinced about three people to start watching. And I actually think I saw on Peacock's Instagram that they made like a viewer's guide to Vanderpump Rules, which is kind of offensive because if you're going to start, you shouldn't start on episode two, season three. Like You need to be starting at episode one, season one, and just go through all 10 seasons. I would say it would take about two weeks if you're a loyal person. And that is with a 40-hour workweek job. There's really no excuse. So uh, if you can't be a full-time fan, then don't even bother. But I digress. So I would say, just an update, this isn't a Vanderpump Rules podcast. There will be more things going on on this show that we will be talking about. But when in Rome, this is a time to really overdo it, really obsess over the show, and everybody else is doing it, so why not just join the bandwagon? I will say, a lot of people listened to last week's episode, so thank you. And as I say on this show, we only do word-of-mouth marketing. I've decided that I'm no longer going to even attempt to do social media because I don't care. You know, I feel like I just want to be a podcaster. God forbid I want to be just one one thing. I don't need to be a, a multi-hyphenate podcaster, social media, meme maker. No. I just have a podcast and that is what I do. If you want to hear or chat with me, you could shoot me an email because it's 2003. So Bravo Happy Hour Pod is where you can reach me. I actually respond. I actually can handle that. Looking at DMs is, a, you know, could be a cesspool of people's bullshit. You know, it could be really positive and 99.9% are, but that 0.1% uh, will, you know, drive me to insanity. So I try not to look too deep into social media and the DMs. So that's just a little housekeeping update. This episode's mainly going to be about VPR, as I said. But I actually have a great guest for next week. We're going to be talking Summer House. 
in the new Bravo Happy Hour 2.0, I'm going to kind of like guests tell me what they want to talk about. And then I just, you know, mold my show around that. So next week's guest is one of my closest friends, an absolute pleasure of a human being. You guys will truly be in love with her. And she's in the podcast industry in itself. I keep trying to tell her to start a show. I also want to do a show with her maybe one day, but let's see. Maybe this will kick something off. This will kick something off between the two of us and you'll see something. But she's a fabulous friend. We're going to talk about Summer House, obviously VPR because that's all anybody could speak of, and then a little Southern Hospitality. We were going to do a solo Southern Hospitality recap, but I decided why not just include all the other messy shows while we're at it because, again, no rules. Last week was the explosive, shocking news story that came out that Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox were breaking up due to Tom's infidelity with Raquel Levis. As we all know, we mentioned last week, Raquel's real name is Rachel, so I'm going to be interchangeably calling her both, depending on how I feel. Is giving Hilaria Baldwin, Hillary Hilaria, both of these women <laughs> hijacking like Latina names to make themselves seem more interesting, uh, <laughs> and, and both of them being complete and utter frauds. So since... The last episode came out, the emergency episode on Saturday, put out an episode early. You guys are welcome. I didn't even edit that show. So part of me, if I said something really stupid, um, I don't even remember what I said. When I podcast, it's like I go into a fugue state and I completely black out. I don't even remember, um, which could also just be like marijuana <laughs> doing its, uh, taking its natural course on my body. Anyways. We had the big scandal. It's been about a week since it's happened. A week and two days if we're being specific. Again, Sunday, March 12th, 4.16 p.m. Eastern. We had the breakup heard around the world. Now this week is basically Tom Sandoval on the most extras apology tour. Their 2023 tour dates are all around uh, Instagram. We've got a lot of apologies. I guess we'll start with Tom. He initially put out a statement on Instagram. Nothing screams, I'm not really that sorry, uh, like a n- iPhone notes apology. Sandy's first one that he posted seven days ago said, Hey, I fully understand your anger and disappointments toward me, but please leave Schwartz and Sandy, Schwartz, my friends, my family out of the situation. Schwartz specifically found out about this very recently, and most things did not, and most definitely did not condone of my actions. This was a very personal thing. Also, Schwartz and Sandys might have my name on it, but there are also three other partners and 20 employees who blah, 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 need a job, da, da, da. Maybe you should have thought of this before you blew up your life, but that's besides the point. He said, um, I'm so sorry to my partners, Greg, Brett, and Schwartz, and our employees who have to suffer for my actions. I'll be taking a step back and taking a hiatus out of respect for my employees, partners, da, da, da. I need some time to address everything else. So this was a big to-do because he didn't even say Ariana's name. He was exclusively talking to his husband, Schwartz, and their business partners because he is trying to protect the bag. However, I saw online that Schwartz and Sandys is popping, which is not surprising. They are filming what we assume to be the end of season 10, I, I can't imagine they're stretching this out until season 11. They will stretch it out, but I think the, th- the things that the scenes that they're capturing now will definitely be at the end of season 10. Mind you, they haven't even filmed the reunion, so this is going to be so, so juicy. He addresses the business and the fact that there are other people involved, which is great. Yeah, of course. I think the business will be fine for the time being, but like everything else, you know, time <laughs> time will tell if this bar actually lasts long after the show is over and the hype of going there is over because right now there's a lot of rubberneckers going to all of these different clubs and bars that people know that they might be filming there so 
God knows Tom Tom is packed. Schwartz and Sandy is packed. And you know what? It's, again, not really surprising. Like I said, I think Schwartz, I think Tom Sandoval will come out somewhat unscathed out of this whole thing. There will be, you know, seasons and seasons of him like going back and looking inward and trying to fix himself a la Will Smith after the the slap heard around the world. You know, there's always going to be like an ashram in India or something. He's going to go on an ayahuasca trip. He's going to see God. Something is going to change in Sandoval and he's going to be this new man. Oh my God. And everyone's going to be like, you know what? He made a mistake, but it's okay when he makes mistakes. Rachel is done forever. <laughs> no one will ever respect her again, which is sexism at its finest. So then a couple days later, Sandoval comes out and says, I want to first and foremost apologize to everything I've hurt. Most of all, I want to apologize to Ariana. I made mistakes. I was selfish. I made reckless decisions that hurt someone I love. No one deserves to feel that pain. Blah, blah, blah. I can only imagine how devastating this has been for Ariana and everyone around us. I really feel horrible about that. My biggest regret is that I dishonored Ariana. I've never meant to disappoint so many people, including our loved ones and family. So he isn't denying any of this. He's openly saying, yeah, this is true. Yeah, this has been something that we've been up to. And that's just the the situation at hand. He goes, my love for Ariana was stronger than any camera could have ever captured. Some of our best times were never filmed. The same goes for one of our biggest struggles. I wish things happened in a different order and then our relationship was not severely tarnished. I owed Ariana better. I am beyond sad that it ended the way it did. The choices I made hurt so many people. I acted a way that clashes with who and how I want to be. I'll continue to reflect and work on myself. I have work to do. I always have and I always will. Tom. All right. Well, that's BS too. I don't even believe it. I, you know, once Tom picked, you know, a monster truck smashing event over Ariana's birthday, she should have known then that he was a piece of shit. <laughs> so those are... Tom Sandoval's, which also I'm looking here, his Instagram, I think he changed his name to Thomas Sandoval. So this might be an attempt to now maybe mature himself. He's, you know, in his 40s. Now he's Thomas. He's got this 20-something girlfriend. He's going to start new. Like I said, it's going to be the ayahuasca. That's going to really do him in. So we have Tom's statements. We've seen pictures of Tom looking downtrodden, leaving the house with, you know, lamps and sweatbands and whatever stupid shit he's taking with him. I will say I stooped to a level that I didn't know I could stoop to by listening to Chris and Dodie's podcast, which I don't even remember the name of it. It's like Love, Loss, and whatever else. Like, it's a really dumb name. Chris and Dodie podcast. Sex, love, and whatever else matters. Uh, okay, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, but that's okay. I also like <laughs> Katie's podcast called You're Gonna Love Me with Katie Maloney, which is like a threat. <laughs> Katie loving you isn't necessarily like people's first instinct but i guess maybe we are gonna love you we'll see on Kristen's podcast she talked about how she she and all the other girls have rallied with ariana to protect her from tom and that i guess they were all hanging out at the house and tom came home and again he's 50 50 owners of that house with ariana as much as it might seem brazen for him to storm into the home after what he's done, it's still his home. He has to get his stuff. He's got to get a toothbrush and maybe like his trumpet or, you know, a, a sparkly blazer or something. But she mentioned that he was there. He came in and everybody was kind of like, wow, I can't believe you have the balls to show up here. I guess Kristen goes upstairs and inserts herself into the whole situation. And we've gotten confirmation that Kristen's actually shooting for season 10. So Kristen is back. I feel like the show needs her to handle this because for so many years she was deemed crazy and all these things and again Kristen's no saint she was complicit in cheating with Jax and 
probably uh, other men in her relationship with Tom, but people really harped on the fact that she was a liar. She was making all this stuff up. Tom is this great guy when she, you know, really probably made mistakes herself, but Tom was also making mistakes too, and he wasn't innocent in the demise of their relationship. So I just, I, I miss the energy. So excited that she's back, and I'm excited she's getting some money again because she got roped into Stasi's shenanigans, obviously. She was let go due to the whole faith situation and them calling the cops on faith and going like above and beyond to like get this girl like to lose her veteran benefits, not only like that, but to be arrested. And I mean, they did some pretty disgusting things. But with Kristen, I, in my opinion, it was a little bit different. She, you know, hadn't had like multiple instances of like being deeply insensitive to other people and Stasi kind of was just like consistently digging herself in a hole and like truly not learning from like multiple scandals so here we are she is back and I feel like it's funny because now people are like why did these people get laid off again why are they not on the show oh yeah Jax is an asshole but like what else did he do and I was actually trying to think about it earlier but I think it was just like stuff with Billy Lee there was a transphobic moment however I feel like everybody on that cast was completely not even transphobic just like didn't like Billy Lee like outside of being trans like she was annoying so it's okay to not like someone yeah i think you're allowed to not like someone even if they're trans like just because they're trans doesn't mean i'm not gonna consider you you know like annoying or an asshole you're annoying and an asshole like the rest of us so jacks actually supposedly is going on watch what happens live so we should see that obviously andy is erect at all of this drama he loved the tom so i'm wondering how this is gonna progress especially because him and sandy have their their st louis connection so i don't know are they homies did andy send him a text what's what's the latest we're gonna hear all about this at the reunion so i think we just have to be a little bit patient so back to what i was saying so kristen said she talked to him basically saying you know like you should leave you shouldn't be here what else did kristen say um she confirmed the story that Tom dropped his phone. Ariana got her hands on it and noticed the video of Tom and Raquel masturbating, which I feel like this is like a common theme in Vanderpump Rules. Remember Saucy like had that video of her fingering herself or something? And what was that guy's name? Oh, my God. Oh, I can't even remember. I'm going to get yelled at for not remembering this, but. Oh, I can't remember. Obviously, it's not Patrick, but. Damn it. I can't remember. Stassi Schroeder sex tape. <laughs> I can't even find any where I can't find his name anywhere. But anyways, I think he was like trying to sell it for nine hundred dollars, and Vanderpump was like, "I'll just buy it." Like, what's nine hundred dollars? Come on. So lots of masturbating happening, lots of masturbation content. So I guess they did find it, and from there, obviously, Ariana addressed it with him. Um, so now, as we were saying, this is the apology tour. I feel like Raquel is going to join the band soon, but she'll be, you know, shaking her hips and playing the tambourine and not in like a cool chic way like Brian Jones Town Massacre, if anybody's a fan of that very great random band. But there's a, a tambourine player in that and, and he's pretty badass. So she won't be like that tambourine player, but she'll definitely be um, she'll be looking for a job, even though I will say I hope she's filming and I hope she's doing as much as she can because because this is when people really care what she has to say. After all is said and done, do we really think that 
Tom and Raquel will stay together. I feel like at this point, they somewhat have to based on the way that their relationship has started. They're also probably being so ostracized by other people in their lives that they have to rely on one another. Raquel did come out with a statement. She said, I want to apologize for my actions and choices to Ariana, my friends, and the fans that are so invested in our relationship. There's no excuse. I am not a victim. I must own my actions. I regret hurting Ariana. The time since this has come to light, I'm reflecting on my choices, speaking to my counselor, and I'm learning things about myself, such as my patterns of codependency and addiction to being and feeling loved. I've sought emotional validation through intimate connection that are not healthy, blah, 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 affecting others. I'm taking steps back to understand my behavior and make healthier choices. Although I chose to be on a reality show, accepting the good and the bad that comes with it beyond my own actions. I've been physically assaulted, lost friendships, received death threats, hate emails, addition to my having my privacy violated. I've become counseling. To end my unhealthy behavioral cycle, learn to set stronger emotional boundaries, and learn to protect my mental health. I don't expect sympathy, understanding, or forgiveness. Right now, I must focus on my own health and well-being. As I strive to be a better person moving forward, I will prioritize my mental health and learn from my mistakes. You know what? The more I was thinking about it, I think Raquel probably has an interesting sense of self. We saw last season as she was going through her full engagement storyline that her mother couldn't raise her and so then she was raised by her aunt who then she calls her mother and then her father was in her life but obviously not with the mother and so you know she might have a desire to feel loved and as she was saying she you know has found herself having an addiction to being and feeling loved and so when she gets that attention she might relish in it kind of regardless if it's healthy or not i think we saw it on this past episode of vanderpump where Garcelle's really handsome son, Oliver, was waiting on the girls in, at Vanderpump's restaurant in Vegas. And we kind of see the competition between Lala and Raquel about how Lala thought he was hot. And then Raquel immediately like needs to pounce and needs to then take his attention, whatnot. We obviously see them making out at the end, which was very hot. Uh, also, I love that Lala was like, um, if there was a competition, I would win. It, like, it was a competition and you lost. She said, quote, Lala always wins. I'm like, not really. Uh, you had to like have intimate relations with Randall for a very long time, for years, uh, and then he did you so dirty. I don't believe that's winning, but she's winning because she's... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. On the other side of it, and she no longer has to deal with that gross monster. But I'm wondering if Raquel just probably like seeks clear validation and someone like James, who is also a love addict and struggles where we could kind of see 
him moving so fast with Allie after three weeks telling her he loved her. He also has addiction issues. So you could see he probably, you know, moved his alcohol addiction into kind of a love addiction and was so love bomby to Raquel where they weren't really in love. He said they weren't really intimate. So their relationship was kind of bizarre in the first place. She obviously got on the show with him. This episode, James's hot mess mother mentions that Raquel's cousin brought her to Sir where he was DJing and that's where they met. And then the two of them like instantly connected, instantly became an item and then, you know, worked together for years. But on the basis of what? On the basis of like Raquel being this like angel who came into his life to save him from his his issues. But we also see Lala make a comment to Raquel, Christina Kelly, and I think it was Katie. And the four of them were chatting and Lala made a comment to Raquel saying, you know, I'm glad I don't have a man. I, you know, I wouldn't trust you with my man alone. And Raquel makes some backhanded comment to her saying, well, thank God you don't have a man then. <laughs> so it's clear that the women have started picking up on behavioral trends of Raquel since she's been single. Maybe she should have just settled down with Peter. None of this would have happened. I wonder if honestly Peter was involved with the Sandoval thing because Tom and Peter used to be homies. Remember they did that horrible short film together all those years ago? Whatever happened to that? Did it, did it win any kind of awards? I I gotta wonder where like Tom Sandoval was like on the rooftop and they were shooting in front of a green screen. Oh my God. Why does my brain remember things like this and not like facts about war or like history or science truly anything else yeah maybe peter was in on it too i actually think he was on some podcast this week talking about everything but i could stoop so low to listen to kristen and stassi's podcast listening to peter on an interview is is where i have to draw a line so then raquel also followed up with another statement saying besides the indefensible circumstances surrounding our relationship my feelings for tom have always been sincere and born out of a loving friendship knowing how many people we hurt i need to understand i need to understand my choices and learn to make better ones i need to take care of my health work on self-growth and take some time to be okay alone i care for tom and i don't want to label anything or predict what lies ahead right now i need to heal this is basically saying like I heard you. We shouldn't have done what we're doing, but we are going to be together. We're not labeling anything because we are in love and you guys will hate us if we are starting to call each other boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. The more I've thought about this situation, the more I think Tom is probably was definitely leading this relationship on. I get the feeling that they started hooking up or whatever happened you know, wh however they, you know, had their first kiss or had their first kind of intimate moment. I think from there, Tom was probably confiding in Raquel that him and Ariana were in a bad place. They're breaking up. They've talked about this. They're just trying to figure out what to do. We're just going to finish this season and then we'll figure it out. And, you know, we're not even together and we're basically separated. And the things that like a cheater would say to the other woman to keep them interested, to keep them wanting more to keep them believing that they're going to leave their wife for you or leave their partner of 10 years for you and as the other woman you know you're believing it and you're wanting it and he's so hyper emotional i can imagine it being with him and he's crying in her arms about his relationship with ariana failing and then she's looking at him like this wounded man who needs love and support and we saw she liked being that person for james so why wouldn't she like being that person for sandoval so as much as i do want to think that i feel like tom probably manipulated the situation to make his status 
his relationship status seemed different, which gave Raquel maybe the confidence to continue this relationship. One fun Easter egg that internet sleuths have been noticing is that they've both been wearing lightning bolt necklaces. We see the lightning bolt and the Tom Tom logo. And so maybe that was some sort of kind of inside joke that the two of them have been in on together. I gotta say, lightning bolts are a little 2008, but who am I to judge? I will say one interesting thing that people on the internet have noticed was a picture that she posted on November 15th, 2022. You know us here at Bravo Happy Hour. We love a date. We love a time. And Raquel posts a beautiful photo of herself. It looks like she's in the outfit from the reunion from the day that they were taking the cast pictures. And she goes, not sure what to caption this. So here's three emojis. There is a cloud with a big lightning ball coming down, a crystal ball, and a purple emoji that shows a silhouette of a woman, like on a women's bathroom sign, which people are now saying that that means Tom's future girlfriend. They have the lightning bolt there. They have the crystal ball, which is what they want, looking towards the future, and then a girl. So that might be some speculation, but I think that's a fun thing to speculate on because clearly the two of them were having these inside moments where they were secretly discussing their relationship in ways that viewers wouldn't pick up on. But now, obviously, the sleuths are out. They are looking. They are interested in what's going on. So again, they're together. They're going to be together. They've got nobody else at this point. So they're going to ride this wave for as long as possible. Again, like I was saying last episode, I kind of think Ariana's happy. She got to ditch this, you know, narcissist. She comes out on top. Now she could do no wrong. Now we're going to see that sandwich shop open up. Again, I'm going to get a pastrami on rye. They might not even have pastrami. It's Los Angeles and there's Cantor's Deli. If you're going to need a pastrami on rye, you you go there. You're going to get like a microgreens uh, veggie salad on a, on a whole wheat grain, which actually makes me want to go through the the menu at Swartz and Sandy's. I went on their website and they don't have the menu posted on their site, which is never a good sign. And their website is just bizarrely organized and looks like it was from about 2005 they do have a dress code which is business casual which is hilarious considering both toms have never had a real job where business casual would be a dress code they would have to adhere by so let's go through the menu a little bit just because that's fun again i've been hearing the restaurant is packed lately so if you're in the los angeles area looking to dine in a strip mall um maybe you could try some of these delicious salad options i mean they've got a little gem salad it wouldn't be 2023 if there wasn't a little gem salad on the menu which i do love a little gem i've got to give it to you a tahini Caesar. Tahini is very big right now as well. I'm seeing lots of, ooh, actually, I would order this. The roasted golden beet carpaccio. Again, they have to make like a lot of different vegetarian options because this is California after all. Let's see. Appetizer section. They have a lobster corn dog, which I've never heard of before. Homemade lobster sausage. A sweet corn batter with scallions served with a curry yellow mustard. Now, that's intriguing. I don't know if I would order that for $18, but I would take a bite if someone was offering it to me. There's the ahi tartare. We saw that on the show. I would order that. Juicy Lucy sliders. This is made from Lucy Lucy apple juices um, meat. 
that's fucked up and disgusting. <laughs> There's a quiche if you're going for a classic French energy. Entrees. Pan roasted chicken. That sounds good. This menu is basically like an elevated diner. They have everything that someone could want. A steak frites, a roasted chicken, a butternut squash, salmon tofu tiki. Oh my god, this is so funny. Oh, I don't know who wrote this menu, <laughs> but it's a salmon tofu tiki marsala. So first we have to go into the tiki marsala. It's tika masala, not marsala. <laughs> so I think there's a little confusion here about marsala versus masala. You get two salmon skewers, one tofu skewer, spiced yogurt, masala roasted carrots, flatbread, and heirloom cherry tomatoes. Oh, that's funny. Salmon tiki mas marsala. <laughs> How can my untrained eye notice this? Um, but, you know, the Tom Sandoval, <laughs> Tom Schwartz, and the three other business partners who we have heard a lot about haven't picked up on that. <laughs> and let's see. Anything else? They've got some broccolini. Oh, I do like the name of this dessert, a brown butter strawberry Schwartz cake, which I think is very cute clever and honestly i'm on i'm honestly shocked they don't even have any vanderpump rosé or vanderpump branded wines and this is a good way to foresee what happens and we saw this last episode how lisa and ken were basically saying they can cash out of their ownership of tom tom and take that money to then buy back the shares of schwartz and sandy's from greg or whatever his name is uh, we don't know if that's going to happen thus far, but because I don't see Vanderpump Rosé on their liquor menu, that tells me that Ken and Lisa have not put a dime towards this restaurant or else there would be Vanderpump Rosé. Speaking of, I'm actually going to Vegas Memorial Day weekend. I have a reservation for that Sunday, Vanderpump Gardens. So if you guys are going to be in Vegas by any chance, let me know again via email not on dm but maybe we could do a little meetup a highly overpriced meetup maybe after that i'll do an episode well i'll definitely be doing an episode about the entire experience soup to nuts will i'm not actually saying there so i'm not gonna get a room key i was gonna say is vanderpump actually on the room key or is that just a prop made uh, we need answers people of course, Lala hasn't been able to stop talking about what's going on. She has started to create merch called Send It to Daryl, which is, I guess, the name of Raquel's lawyer who's supposedly pressing charges towards Sheena who beat her up. Raquel's been posting all these pictures of black eyes. You know, we don't know what's true. Nobody's willing to talk about it. Stassi on her podcast was tight-lipped about the situation, understandably so if it's a physical situation regardless of what people do i don't think anybody should be getting clocked in the face uh definitely not you know these young women who have literally everything in their life to lose so maybe you shouldn't um be laying hands on people yeah so lala is now saying send it to daryl which is funny because remember like a couple years ago when um, 50 Cent was blowing up Randall and Lala's spot for owing the money and it was like money by Monday, million dollars by Monday and now now send it to Daryl's her new thing or it's like girl, girl, your situation has never really been better. Speaking of, I bet Randall Emmett, who else? Lenny Hochstein. And I think those are the two main guys right now who are in, in deep shit. 
they've never been happier about a scandal in their life because finally the fire is off of them and everybody's talking about Tom Sandoval. So those two are just thanking the Lord that Tom Sandoval so selfishly cheated on Ariana and that they can get off scot-free. I do wonder because I remember, do you guys remember when Lala was always talking about like Marty Scorsese and Al Pacino? They Marty loves Vanderpump Rules. So I wonder what Scorsese has to say about this. I bet he and his wife, you know, have also probably been listening to this podcast, just, you know, waiting for updates, Scandal updates. <laughs> So yeah, there there are pictures of Raquel with a black eye. I don't really want to speculate on that because even if it wasn't Sheena, someone had to be giving her a black eye. So I don't know. I don't want to go there. Supposedly Sheena's lawyer, Naima Ramani, made some statement that didn't particularly sound very lawyerly. She said Levis is filing that Levis's filing is a fabrication by a known liar and a treat who has betrayed everyone close to her. Sheena never punched Rachel, period. The supposed dark markings around her left eye have been there for months. Neither Sheena nor the cast members want anything to do with Rachel going forward. The judge has only one-sided account of what happened, and we look forward to presenting the full and true story in the March 29th hearing. So we should see where this goes. I do feel like this isn't a real lawyer. This is like Sheena who made a fake email account pretending to be a lawyer and was like this is my this is our statement because i feel like no lawyer is just flat out saying she's a known liar and a cheat who's betrayed everyone close to her sheena never punched racial period like it just feels like a lawyer would say nothing it's actually a better look to say nothing than to just spew out these statements because you know it might come down to the situation it might come down to a fact where they're like she actually didn't punch rachel she slapped rachel it's a very big difference also them using her birth name is hilarious i do love that so i don't know people i do see dr drew and sandy's future i feel like he's gonna be on like a celebrity rehab couples rehab maybe like i feel like in six years tom and raquel will still be together they'll definitely be running the circuit of sad reality tv shows which honestly i'm shocked that Jax hasn't really dipped his toe into that world just yet I think he actually is going to be on some upcoming show now that I think of it, but I forgot what that is. And so I will, I'll fill you guys in on that on another episode. One thing I do, <laughs> I did kind of have like a random flashback to was Sheena and Rob, when they were ending their relationship, said they were going to start some kind of company that helps divorced couples split up their assets, like physical assets. So I wonder if that ever took off um, because Ariana and Tom will certainly be needing that. Good riddance, Tom. Ariana, go forth and conquer men, women, thems, the non-binary community. You got this. You have the world behind you. And hopefully Ariana kind of comes out with a little statement or something and, and lets the people know how she's doing just so that we can kind of get a gut check. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, we talk about this like it's just silly fodder and, and bullshit that's happening on TV. But we are talking about people and their lives and livelihoods and careers and homes and, and deep relationships that we again see this as like, you know, it's TV, it's fake, but you know, for them it is real. So I think, you know, poor Ariana is, you know, not going to hear the end of this for a really long time. So hopefully she kind of comes out, lets us know how she's feeling, lets us know how she's thinking. And honestly, she has a podcast. So she should bring the show back and at least give us an update on her own terms. Again, I doubt producers are even going to let her be doing this because they've been filming and obviously they want to keep things under wraps so that people watch the show. But 
let's see where this all goes. One thing I do know is that Grandma Buttons is really freaking disappointed in Raquel, as am I. I don't know what she's going to think about Sandoval. What's Raquel's dad going to do about Sandoval? He was so funny and adamant about not liking James that how is he ever going to like a guy like Sandoval, who is just a fake, disingenuous dickhead? Anyways, people, thank you so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you like the show, rate it, review it, do all those things. Like I said, send me an email. It's 2003. We don't do social media on this podcast anymore. There's no need for that. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Again, like I mentioned, next week's episode is amazing. We're going to do Summer House. We're going to do definitely a little VPR, Let's Be Real, and Southern Hospitality. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Bye.